Welcome to this episode of Feed Matters, Feed Navigator's podcast series. I'm Jane Byrne. We recently caught up with Tom Ryan, president of Trutera, Land O'Lake sustainability business. He told us about the success to date of the organization's on-farm carbon capture and storage program. In the last two years, we've seen a tremendous upswell of, of success with our program. Um, you know, we've paid over $9 million to farmers, sequestered uh, just shy of a half a million tons of carbon. That's the equivalent of about 1.2, 1.5 million cars annually um, by taking, you know, taking them off the road. So, you know, on average, we've seen payments uh, around uh, $18,000 per farmer. And, and we continue to see an upswell of interest and engagement from from all parties. So, yeah, things are things are progressing well. And what makes Trutera's program different, do you think, so successful? I, I think there's a few things. Uh, first and foremost, I think, you know, we pride ourselves on being the leading farmer-centric uh, sustainability program in the country. Um, and what that really means is we really come at it from a lens of the farmer. You know, um, so we, we really focus on helping farmers make agronomic, economic, and environmentally sound practice changes that benefit their field, uh, their farm, uh, the, yes, the environment, and uh, and the local communities that they live in. And those are, I think those are three really important pieces. First and foremost, the agronomic piece, we start with sound agronomics. If it doesn't make sense around driving the productivity of that farm, farmers just aren't gonna engage, right? And secondly, we're not just in the business of growing bushels, we have to grow profitable bushels. And so you've got to make sure that it's economically viable for that farmer. And and we can't say, you know what, be down the environment, we're gonna do whatever we wanna do. We've gotta make sure that we're leaving, leaving the soil and the land in a better position than when we found it. So, you know, we really come at um, the market and our engagement with farmers and, and downstream customers with that focus around the agronomic, economic, and environmental balance in our solutions. And a couple of the ways we do that is uh, first and foremost, we're by farmers for farmers. And I'm a farmer myself adopting these same practices, as well as two thirds of the Trutera team uh, are either active farmers or come from a family farm. So I think that perspective is one of the key drivers that that really separates Trutera from a lot of the uh, a lot of the other players in the market. And depending on the nature of the farmer, you know, whether the, whether the producer is an arable um, farmer or a, a dairy uh, producer or a pig farmer, how, how does the carbon program change? So I think the first thing that we recognize is no two farms are alike, right? Um, you know, you've got some farmers that I'd, I'd call conservation curious that are just getting started on their sustainability journey. And then you've got the other end of the spectrum, which have you know, adopted are are doing multiple practices on the farm and are and are looking to expand that. And and so what we've really tried to do at Trutera is recognize that uh, because they're not alike, we try to build a suite of solutions, whether they're uh, dairy farmers or livestock farmers or whether they're row crop farmers. Um, we pro- we provide multiple avenues for them to begin their journey. Um, engage with their local retailer, trusted advisor, to build a plan on where you at today, and then how do we utilize these solutions to get you to where you want to go long term? And 
like I said, there's there's just not one single solution for that. It's it's uh, it takes a a magnitude of offers that we continue to develop and deploy to meet that farmer where they're at, get them where they want to go, and then surround them by an egg retail network that they trust. But for dairy operations, would would there be a slightly different approach, let's say, to a, a corn grower? Yeah, it's uh, dairy is a lot more complicated, right? Because there's there's a lot more um, uh, areas of the farm that we have to focus on. So we really look at four key prints um, on a dairy farm. It starts first and foremost with the feed print. That would be very similar um, work that we do with our row crop farmers because it, it is tied to the forages, the corn silage, the alfalfa, you know, those crops that they're growing that then become foodstuffs for that uh, for that dairy cow. Um, so we work with farmers in that space, but then the, you know, we've also got the enteric print. So that's what happens when in the rumen and that's mainly a methane, uh, play and, you know, looking at how we can utilize innovation that's in the market today, uh, look at innovation that's coming to market to reduce that enteric print, uh, which represents about 30 to 33% of the emissions on a dairy farm. And then obviously you've got to handle the manure. And so how do we uh, work with farmers? You know, those are those are harder. Those are capital intensive type projects, whether it's, you know, putting in uh, mineral separators or or even digesters, those kinds of things. Um, they're they're a lot more. Um, they take time, they take design, they take um, they take capital to put those in. But regardless of which print uh, that we're really focused on, on on that farm or where we start with that farmer, we have to incorporate the components of all three of those prints. Uh, and in addition, the fourth print is the energy print. Um, that one's fairly easy to to address. It's it's small compared to the other uh, the other three, but holistically, they all have to come together into one solution that quantifies the interventions that a dairy farmer is making on their farm in a way that they can capture the value as well as transfer that value into the supply sheds that they sell into. So are, are companies then or farmers tapping satellite and weather data and, and logging these practices to, to show what they have been doing and to actually convert those into credits? Yeah, so we're, you know, data is probably the biggest uh, burden um, or challenge in the in the sustainability space. You know, if you think about just the, the massive amounts of data it takes on a row crop farm, um, that's one thing. But then when you add in uh, a dairy operation, you think about we have to track the feed consumption, the daily production of that animal. You know, the life cycle of a row crop is 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 an annual event. The life cycle of a dairy cow is every day. Right. And so there's just these massive amounts of data and we leverage technology um, to try to automate as much of the data collection process uh, as possible. We've made some big strides here in 2022 and 2023. And as we move into 2024, we're, we're looking at partnering with industry and innovation um, to continue to build that out. You know, farmers are generating data every single day and we wanna harness the power of that data on their behalf and, and activate it in a way that benefits their farm and their operation. And to do that with as as little as touch as possible, um, because that that is is the biggest burden that they deal with uh, when they play in this space. And how did uh, Trutera come up with the uh, the payment rate per carbon um, ton sequestered? Yeah, so we look at uh, just good old supply and demand uh, and economics. You know, some of it is 
is uh, recognizing we have to stay competitive in the market and balance the risk and reward for the farmer um, because fundamentally we're asking them to change the way that they farm for generations and that doesn't come without risk right and so we we constantly look to provide uh, the maximum amount of value both through public and private funding so you know public funding being some of the the usda type programs that exist uh, which can be stacked with the private funding uh, that we get from uh, downstream customers who are looking to purchase the sustainability benefits from the farms as they're as they're made, and we consolidate those into um, you know the the most attractive, most compelling offer that we can to the farmer uh, that drives their interest, drives the the value proposition, and adequately. Uh, starts to uh, address the risk and reward component of the conservation practice adoption that they're doing. There's been a certain amount of cynicism, though, isn't there, developing about car- the carbon offset market. I mean, how will that impact that that level of cynicism? How will that impact Trutera's program going forward, do you think? You know, so the, the industry kind of started in whole with carbon offsets. And there's, you know, um, carbon offsets will always be part of part of the solution. Uh, but what we're really seeing is a more of a transition to more of a value chain carbon benefits or what you may call insets to where we're fundamentally changing the way that the crops or the ingredients for these finished goods are grown, which then transfers through the value chain all the way into that finished good. And then they can say this was grown or created differently than it had previously, and it's done in a much more sustainable or carbon neutral manner. Um, so, you know, we're seeing that transition happen uh, and we're very engaged with our downstream customers in moving, you know, from where we started with carbon offsets to more of the value chain market. That being said, there's some industries, you know, where offsets is really their only uh, their only option. And we continue to, you know, make sure that we're, we're delivering sound, scientifically third party validated uh, solutions there that when we do transact in that space, um, we can do that with the utmost amount of confidence, uh, knowing that it's a sound product that's tracked and traced all the way down to the field level, and then that data is retained uh, and monitored over the life of the product. Okay, so um, what are goals now over the next 12 months, would you say, Tom? Yeah, I think you know we're really focused on continuing to build out that suite of solutions uh, to really activate um, some of the components of our USDA Climate Smart Grant. Uh, that we received in partnership with the USDA. So some of the key focus areas there are continuing to build out more offers and opportunities for a broader um, suite or a broader uh, group of farmers, including long-term practitioners, who, uh, when you talk about additionality, have historically been left out of these markets. Like, we want to make sure that they have opportunities to participate. And and that's where they fit really well into this value chain carbon benefit or, you know, or insetting market. Um, secondly, we have to build out the talent and technology of conservation agronomy and ag retail. You know, this is, this is a kind of a lonely journey for farmers as they're transitioning. And we have to make sure that we've got the expertise and the support that they need so that that trusted advisor is standing right next to them, helping them navigate through um, the challenges or decision points of conservation practice adoption and uh, continue to drive that. And then lastly, we need to just continue to drive scale. We need to continue to uh, build out attractiveness and and uh, um, and help a new um, 
uh, tranche of growers begin to adopt conservation practices at scale. And, you know, so we're targeting to continue to, to grow the program, um, which has been already successful, but to continue to drive the scale of it uh, to farmers everywhere in the country.